Hello, we are back with another episode of Girl Let's Talk To. <laughs> I don't even know why I brought that back. But um, today we're going to be talking to Miss Alexandria House. Um, do you want to tell the people a little bit about yourself? Um, yes, I'm Alexandria House. Um, I'm Bay if you're nasty. And, um, <laughs> and I write uh, black love stories that um, are very, um, I guess, uh, nasty. That that'd be it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that you feel like that is part of, or not? You feel like it is kind of part of your. The word that's coming to me is reputation. It's not the word that I want to use. But <laughs> I can't can't think of a better one right now to use in terms of kind of what like what your writing is like this particular thing that makes a book an alexandria yeah. house book and so yeah it's no. and, and relatability i think my characters are real relatable too so i think that's part of it but but they are nasty i uh, was listening to you <laughs> this morning and i said god dog girl what is <laughs> well, I mean, that was that was going to be my first question. You know, do you feel like your voice as a writer has a specific rhythm to it? Um, like certain elements or themes that are always present in your work that make this like this is an Alexandria House project? Yeah, um, I, I do enjoy writing fine men um, who are just almost obsessed, not in a bad way, because we're not going to do me too, but uh, <laughs> yeah, they, lo- they love hard. They love their women. Um, they, they're protective. And the women are just, they allow them to be um, women, if that makes sense. Um, yeah, I definitely. Like, yeah, I feel like we have to, as, as Black women especially, there are a lot of roles we have to take on sometimes, and sometimes we forget how to just be a woman. And um, I try to write stories and characters where it's okay, okay, just be a woman, just be you, you know. So I think it's that. And there is a strong sexual um, component because I, evidently I'm a freak and that's okay. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I, it's, I, I write what I enjoy. You know, they say you write what you love and I really do enjoy every second of it, so. Okay, so that leads me right into the next question. Um, you speak about writing what you enjoy, and I'm assuming you know that part of that has to be as you know as it. I, I, I'm, let me not front like you and I have not talked about this. <laughs> I'm trying to be objective. <laughs> um, in terms of writing a story that feels right and feels good to you versus what like what the readers might expect like how do you balance writing that with the demands or expectations of readers in 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 this black romance genre and along with that you know along, along with how you balance that um have you ever given in to that reader pressure to you know to do something a certain way like and as you were writing you know have you like have you ever had this moment where you maybe changed something or didn't do something because because of what you thought readers or because of how you thought readers might respond to it um i haven't necessarily changed anything um i have held off on releasing or writing stuff because i, I was um 
Leary of how it be received. Um, Leland McLean, um, Let Me Hold You, should have been, that would have been book one because that was the first story that came to me. But because it involved an older woman and a younger man, and I'd seen so many um, authors get just torn apart for this, <laughs> mm. I was I was like, uh, let's go with Big Sal first and then see, which it ended up being the best order because that's the oldest brother and he's like the patriarch anyway. But mm. um, when I put book two out, I was scared to death. I was like, oh, they just gonna tear this up, but they they didn't thankfully. Um, when I'm the only way I know to write a book is to write what comes to me in mm-hmm. a way in a way it comes to me. So, right, you know, good or bad. So that's just how I write. I don't I don't write with the audience in mind. I really don't think about my audience until I hit publish. And then I, I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh they're not going to like this. You know? But it's, it's, too, it's too late. Now, that one thing I almost gave me, I tried to give in on was Everybody Wants an Uncle Lee Chester book. It was mm-hmm. his, my comic relief and all of the McLean uh, stories. I, and I try. He's too ignorant, though. I can't do a whole book of that. I just can't. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, going back to what you mentioned about the older woman, younger man thing, this is completely, like, I, I'm, I'm just fear warning that I'm about to carry you completely off topic, but <laughs> I want to talk about that. Yeah. Because... Like our reader demographic, like the romance reader, um, is in 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 our community is mm-hmm. mainly between thirty and sixty years old, mm-hmm. and so, so remind me what the age remind me what the age gap remind me what the age difference was there. Well, for those two, see, I, you probably think about my other folks, but with those two, was <laughs> nine years. Okay, so that's not even like that's not yeah. even like a big deal. She's like thirty five and he's like twenty seven or something like that. I can't work, you know, it's been a minute. But um I was just I had read a book and I loved the book and there was a much mm-hmm. larger age gap. I think there was like a twenty year age gap between uh the heroine and the hero. He was, you know, twenty years younger. And I saw so many horrible reviews and I think maybe it's because people are women older women are seeing the younger man as their son or something. Okay, okay, okay. I really think that's oh, what I, it is. I follow it there. Okay, yeah, I can see because that. I have okay. a son, and when he says, Yeah, this lady, I'm like, But that girl made it better, leave. <laughs> 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 uh, but on the other hand, I'd be a cougar quickly, so it's it's it's, it's kind of but see, uh, that's that's where my mind took it. That's where yeah. my mind took it, like you know, thinking of the relatability, you know, from that, from that yeah. standpoint, you know, having this younger, you know, having this younger guy, like adoring you mm-hmm. and et cetera, et cetera. But now that you mention it, now that you mentioned, okay, I, I, I see the other element. I see yeah. the other side of that. I, mean, I actually <laughs> saw a review that said, he's the same age as my son and I would have a fit. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I think that's a, something that kind of plagues, I won't say plague, but it, it's an issue that people bring their their experiences to the book anyway. Mm-hmm. So a lot mm-hmm. of times you'll get a review and you'll be like, huh? <laughs> you know, because you didn't write that. And you're like, what are they talking about? But it's they brought their experience to it. That's what they got out of it. Okay. So again, you're you're giving me some perfect, um, some perfect leading. <laughs> some perfect points. Let's talk about those reviews. Um mm-hmm. I've hearing you, you know, you talk about it, hearing you mention mm-hmm. um, different things. I would mm-hmm. assume that you do read your own reviews. Um, how, you know, whether for good or bad, how do they affect your work? 
Um, I mean, you know, nobody wants to see a negative review. I'm not going to front like I, I see mm-hmm. two stars and go, woo, yeah. You know, no. I, <laughs> <laughs> it, I mean, it, and I'm not going to pretend like I don't take it personally because I, what I do is personal. It's, it's coming from me. It's not an assignment mm-hmm. someone gave me. Nobody gave me the subject matter. Nobody told me what to write. It's all personal for me. So, yeah, when I see a two or one star and I, and I know what I put into it and what it took out of me to write it, uh, yeah, my feelings be a little hurt. I'm just going to tell the truth, but <laughs> I don't dwell on it. I mean, because in the grand scheme of things, um, like uh, Let Me Love You has 3,000 Audible reviews. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's a four, like a 4.8 or something like that rating. And I obviously most people like it so mm-hmm. the, the the minority that doesn't i can't dwell on it but but there's some things that touch a nerve you know mm-hmm. like especially things that i i knowing that i didn't even put that in the book like i don't like well, what are y'all talking about that i didn't even, that's not in there so you know but you just i i read them and i'm like i might be upset for about two hours and then i'm yeah. okay so have you ever like they're I'm trying to figure out how to phrase this. So kind of the common thing that people say about reviews. Um, mm-hmm. Well, it, it's, <laughs> there's conflicting, I guess, ideas of what reviews are. You know, some people say, mm-hmm. you know, well, reviews are for the readers, you know, and so authors shouldn't take it personal, et cetera, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. But then there are those people who, who kind of have this idea that criticism is the only way that you grow, you know, as an artist mm-hmm. or whatever. And so my thing is, <laughs> so are the reviews for me or are the reviews for the reader? Like we, we got to yeah. figure out some type of consensus somewhere. Yeah. But um, I'm also of the opinion that, um, I don't know. This 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 isn't about me. Well, no, you know, I I just I I have you know I have I have conflicting ideas, you know, yeah, on, yeah. Uh, 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 about that because there's some criticism that you know that could be valid, but yeah, yeah, that's, that's I think it's a me, combination. You know, I think, I think some things I've seen some things. I'm like, dang, you know what, you're right. That that is what happened. That should have done that. You know, I mean, I can agree with some of them, but it's, and so those things that you, I'm sorry, no, no, <laughs> I'm so sorry. But the things that you agree with, like, do you mm-hmm. feel like those things have, like, do you feel like those things have helped you develop your voice or develop your craft? Yeah, because I have like this radar for criticism. So if you criticize something, I'm like, oh, you won't get to criticize that no more. <laughs> you know, if it's valid, listen. if it's valid, you know, listen. If, it's valid, <laughs> if, if it's not valid, then not, I mean, if it's something like, um, well, I was telling you the other day about the other age gap I had. Well, no. that was ridiculous. And I, I that was ridiculous. <laughs> I, I'm not changing that. That's, it happens. A lot of things happen in real life. That they just happen the way they happen. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to, and if that's the way the story came to me, it's just the way the story came to me. But if it's something like, I'm trying to think of what would be valid. Um, I, I've seen where they say, I feel like the end was rushed. And I'm like, yeah, probably was because I was ready to finish. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about that though. What what does that even mean? Like, what does that even mean? I think they just want to 
I, t- I try to take it as a compliment. They liked the story. They wanted it to keep com- going. And the ending happened faster than they wanted. Um, just like with the novellas, which I purposely, if I if I purposely made them boys novellas because okay. I needed to, I, I wanted to get in and out real quick. I wanted to, to I just wanted to be short. And also because of the content, this, those books are darker than what I usually write. And mm-hmm. I, that was that was going to be too heavy on my psyche to do 60,000 words of that for three books. So I did it purposely, but they're complete stories and they're good stories. And so, but a lot of people complain, I'm tired of these novellas. And it, wait, to me, that's not a valid complaint because it's a, I gave you a complete story. So I, I'm thinking that the the it abrupt, they think it's abrupt or it ended rushed is they didn't want it to end or it didn't end the way they wanted it to end. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't know because I've never felt that way. I mean, if I like the book and it comes to the end, I'm, I don't know what rush means other than that. I really don't know what that means. I've, I've 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 not been able to figure out anything other than that either. That's the yeah. only thing I've it's ever like been able to do. Thousand things happen on the last page or something. I'm like, okay, now come on now. Everybody didn't get killed and re- resurrected and got pregnant and married <laughs> on this last page. <laughs> you said killed and resurrected. <laughs> and pregnant and married in that order. <laughs> Okay, so with, you know, with, with, with all that said, you know, with us kind of coming to a place of acceptance, you know, <laughs> in terms of the reviews and all of that, shifting back more towards the craft, you know, as, mm-hmm. as you're writing, you know, and how it, you know, what it does for you as the author. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever written a character that you felt like kind of, just through the process of writing them, your personal perspective has shifted on something like you were able to learn about something new or change your mind about like some pre-existing belief that you had. Definitely with um, Neil McLean and Let Me Free You because he's mm-hmm. uh, quote unquote hotel. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then doing the research for him because I, I didn't want to make him a typical hotel. I wanted him to be, he was highly educated, uh, really introspective, kind of a renaissance man. He was very talented um, and just really super intelligent and intuitive. And I, so I didn't want him to be the, what everybody sees as a hotel is barking stuff at you and, you know, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and researching and really learning, like, about the consciousness community, I was like, oh, okay. I, I feel like sometimes the message gets lost in the messenger with that stuff. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I really learned a lot, and I was like, it 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 swayed my thinking of that community. Uh, I guess it gave me a bigger respect for them. Yeah. So you mentioned, you know, the McLeans a couple times, um, and so I feel like I already know the answer to this question, but <laughs> <laughs> I want to ask it anyway. Um, do you feel like you have um, like a particular project or series where you felt like readers? Like this is where they really connected with you. I would say "Let Me Love You" with Big South. Um, "Stay with Me" was popular too. That's the first book in the strip, my sister. So I think mm-hmm. that was like I was going up the ramp with that one, and I just shot off the ramp with "Let Me Love You" because I'm still flabbergasted about that one. I'm like, wow, okay, uh, you know, people really um, connected with that book. I'm appreciative. 
because it opened some doors. So I'm really happy about that. But I would have to say Big South. Everybody loves Big South. <laughs> okay, so on the on the other end of that spectrum, do you have a project that you feel like wasn't quite like I, I what I wrote down here is underappreciated. <laughs> like do you have a project that you yeah. So go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> uh, be with me, uh Strickland Sisters Book Three. I don't know if folks be hating on Nikki. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nikki, you know, she she was loose. She was, but what I didn't what I don't understand is she was loose in book one and book two. She 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 never changed. She was herself. <laughs> the whole series. Everybody knew she was a hoe from book one. <laughs> <laughs> so, a self-professed one. So I'm sitting here like, y'all are really shocked that she she's the same person. In this, I mean, that's just who she is. Um, of course, she 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 calmed down when she got with her man. But I think I think I wrote the crap out of that book. I love that book. Um, it's it's like a lifelong love story in it, actually. And I and it took a lot out of me to write it, and it took a lot of time. It was that was one book where literally I typed the last word and rolled over on my couch and went to sleep. I was exhausted from writing that book. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, she 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 gets a lot of hate. When when she first came out, I was getting like two stars back to back. I got like five in a row. And it wasn't mm. the content of the book. They hated her. So Which is such a strange huh. And that's like seventy thousand words of a story. All y'all got out of was you hated that character. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's like if you felt this strongly about her, like, have, does that mean that I, well, that's, that's one, that, that, that too. But if you felt this strongly about her, like if I was able to write a character that pulled these, you know, this depth of emotion from mm -hmm. you, mm -hmm. why does that mean that the book isn't good? Yeah, it's like, I, there's this thing where all the heroines have to be our homegirls and all the heroes have to be, you know, our fantasies. The, 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 right. Yeah. And it's just, it's, it's, she doesn't have to be for you. Uh, he doesn't right. have to be for you. They have to be for each other. <laughs> yeah, people absolutely love her. And, and there are people that reach out to me and say, she reminds me so much of myself, you know, mm -hmm. she, she was flawed. She was very flawed, uh, but a lot of people say, well, she was funny in the first two books, but I didn't, that wasn't fun. I mean, but she was doing the same thing, <laughs> you know, so. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. I, I'm not about to respect <laughs> stuff, so, I mean, yeah. she, she, she was who she was. One, one thing I tried to do was stay true to the characters, and I wasn't going to also Absolutely. make her be uh, chased in her book when she wasn't in the first two books, you know. Yeah. Okay, so, okay, going back to Higher Love, Mm -hmm. to uh, them boys. I was about to call it the set series. <laughs> yeah, you work. see how <laughs> the other brothers just don't get no respect. No, just the set awesome. series. But now from um from, from Higher Love to the Them Boys series, um, mm -hmm. where do you feel like you've grown most as an author? Like, you know, you're not the same Alex House, you know, mm -hmm. who wrote Higher Love as you are to shoe. You know, like you've changed since then where do you feel like most of your development has happened i think it's in getting comfortable with um my voice and comfortable with the stories and um i guess for lack of a better word the explicitness of it of mm -hmm. 
uh, comfortable with writing it in a language that uh, people around me would use and um, not calling the vagina core all the time. (laughs) 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 Because I was, I mean, I I was a novice at writing sex scenes with higher love. So, and it worried me because I was like, oh, this probably sucks, but you know, it's the best I can do. But um, I, I, I've, uh, I'm, I've gotten out of that shell. <laughs> and uh, so, so, yeah, I think it's just in being comfortable with and, and having the confidence, more confidence, I guess. I, I still go through the thing we go through where I think it's, it sucks and everybody's going to hate it. I still go through that. But I'm confident in the fact that I believe I did my job. I wrote the story and I think I wrote it well and I like it. And mm-hmm. I and not everybody else is gonna like it and that's okay. Absolutely. If any of that made sense. <laughs> no, it made perfect sense. You know, it and it really it really has to be that, I think. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that people like when they hear us say stuff like that, I I think I'm not sure how well it's taken. Like I think that it seems kind of um Potty or know. You know. Know. but you know I stay on uh Facebook big up in myself. I can't I, look. If I don't <laughs> do it, don't do it. And that's exactly it. That's yeah, exactly I'm it. I'm telling you right now, uh Alexandra House writes her ass off. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> <laughs> I was just talking to somebody else about this this morning, how um and her point is I'm not going to front like it was my point. This is her point (laughs) was that, you know, what does like that humility, you know, what does it do for the person being asked to be humble? It does nothing for them. It's about, you know, you get, I mean, I'm not saying I'm the best, but what I do, I'm good at, you know? And I don't think any, just like, I don't think anybody else can do what you do the way you do it. I don't think anybody else can do what I do the way I do it. They could try, but they're not in my brain. So there's no way they could do it. So I, now that doesn't mean it doesn't mean I'm not grateful for my readers. Oh, I'm grateful, you know, but I'm not gonna mm-hmm. pretend like I don't know that uh do a, a decent I shoot, I like listening to stuff myself. I know it's good. <laughs> <laughs> and that like dude, that's so important. Like mm-hmm. that's so so important. And so I, I actually I had a different question that I was gonna ask, but forget that question. Let me go to the <laughs> Let me go to this other one since we're, you know, since we kind of made that 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 transition over here. Um, I feel like what you know, what you were just talking about, you know, that kind of that having that confidence and mm-hmm. having that 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 certainty about yourself and your work. Um, I feel like that's a thing that is so hard to come by. Mm-hmm. Like that is hard to come by, especially um before you've kind of I guess established yourself you know mm-hmm. if you're trying to break into this industry before you've established yourself um but it's so important <laughs> it's so important because yeah. like you said you know if I'm if I'm not gonna be a fan if I'm not gonna be a fan of mine who who can I expect to yeah. be a fan of mine I mean I'm um, not gonna say y'all bodies I feel 
like you're picking on me. Is, is what I feel like. <laughs> no, you ain't ever done that. Come on now. <laughs> That's how I feel. <laughs> well, I feel that. I told you I hit post and I'm like, oh Lord. <laughs> but the thing is, it. not letting that is not letting that paralyze you you know like it's okay the fear part like that's okay that's normal Mm -hmm. i'm not sure like i've I've never just felt like okay this is just gonna be the one (laughs) you know when i hit publish but i'm not gonna let that hold me back from doing it you know and so to get on to the question as I make all these different pathways to the question. Um, For someone who was just starting out, you know, Mm -hmm. someone who has, you know, maybe they've released a project already, maybe they haven't. What would be your, like your one piece of advice that you would give them? Okay. Probably first thing is to trust their voice, to trust the um, the characters, trust the story, even when it seems like it's going off the rails. Uh, just just trust <laughs> it. Um, and um, although it's important to read other authors, just don't let their voice overshadow your voice. Um, mm-hmm. Don't become an imitator. Um, and, and you don't even have to do that like on purpose. It just, it may just happen, but be be really, really conscious of protecting your voice mm-hmm. and um, knowing your own, uh, have your own definition of what success is. It doesn't have to be anybody else's. It doesn't have to be that you want to be on the USA or Wall Street or one of those, one of those uh, bestsellers lists. Um, it doesn't even have to be that you want a uh, number one release. It could be that you just want to, write books and that's it, you know, mm-hmm. um, and um, even when it seems like you're spinning your wheels and nobody's reading your books, just keep going. Don't give up. Um, you may have to revamp some things. Um, maybe if the readers are giving you feedback about certain things that, you know, that you, you, you see that maybe you should change. I mean, if you feel that that's what you need to do, go for it. But I'd, I'd rather change or innovate than to give up. Just, you know, sometimes you have to change your course, but um, just don't give up. Hey, I like that. You'd rather change or innovate than give up. Like that is, that's good advice. That's <laughs> like this is, that is this is my dream being a full time writer. If I have to make up a name, where Wolf? Wolf is the last name. <laughs> right. Uh Negro Shifter Werewolf Book. Negro Shifter Werewolf Book, you are a scary <laughs> and the master of the alien. You think I won't write it? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So <laughs> Okay. <laughs> if I can even get my question out, you are I'm so sorry. Big. <laughs> I'm just being real with you. She, right? I'm trying to get a real job. Okay. Go <laughs> so let's say you wanted to try something that was completely different from all your other work, but still, but still you, still Alex House. 
mm-hmm. what would that project look like? It do not tell me where. <laughs> where, where, W. Wolf. <laughs> what it at the end of the wolf. Anyway, um, you know what I want to do so bad? Because you already know what my favorite book is by you. <laughs> I want to write about some immortals. I really do. But I got to do it in a way where nobody think I'm copying for you. <laughs> They're gonna be like, she just copied out Christian. Girl, ain't nobody listening. I do. I want to write some more. I have the world and the rules and everything in my head. I just got to do it. I got. I'm gonna do it one day. I am. But I got. Halloween 2020 is coming. Ooh. So. Should we expect that from? <laughs> I, I can get over my fright of everybody going, "What in the world?" <laughs> Look, you got okay, okay. I remember when I wrote "Haunted." Like mm-hmm. I remember it being like, like when you when you step out like that, it really does have to be because you just have this desire you know to write a story like that i'm not going to front like everybody <laughs> yeah exactly. like everybody jumped all on it like i'm i'm, I'm not gonna tell that lie <laughs> because there were definitely some people that was like oh christine i can't i can't deal with the demons and stuff and i was like but they're not demons <laughs> Feel. So, you know, I definitely had, you know, some people who, you know, who who can who did come to me and and say that. Um and then there were probably people who felt like that, but you know, but didn't say anything. And then there were people who just, you know, who it just wasn't their thing. Yeah. But I feel like that is part of the beauty of being an yeah. indie. It's part of the beauty of being able to kind of do what we want. Yes, there's definitely gonna be some people who don't, you know, who that's just not their thing. But there's also those people who like like me because I'm because I'm a stand. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wow. I was blown away. I was just like, whoa. That it, it's so good. That series is so good. So I still need I'm, to don't even I'm, remind me. I need to finish that. <laughs> you chose do. I mean, look, just write it and send it to me if you don't want to do nothing else. <laughs> But no, nah, like black black paranormal, I feel like I feel like there's not a lot, you it's know. Right. I feel like I there's not a lot of it. And, and I want to see more black people. I feel like there's probably a lot of places where we're uh, where we're underrepresented, like black yeah. women who are writing black relationships. So my yeah. <laughs> If I have any weight here, I would encourage you to do it. I would encourage you to go for it. I'm going to do it because it's, it's been on my mind. Okay. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. Alexandria House, where W. Wolf with an E, <laughs> Halloween 2020. You heard it here first. Okay. So I'm trying to think. I believe that. As of now, the only thing that your only thing besides like your shorts that you've done that is not in a completed series is Teach Me. Um, and I believe that te- even Teach Me, I believe that that is that was like book one of a series, correct? It is. So four books in a series. How do you like how do you keep up that momentum? I have no idea. I, <laughs> I, 
I don't know anything to do with to write the story as it comes and I, and hope that, you know, to introduce, especially with brothers and sisters and that kind of stuff, of mm-hmm. course you're going to introduce the other siblings in book one. And my main, which, I, you know, I think I said this before, my main focus is to keep them consistent. Who, who mm-hmm. read in book one? I want you to recognize them in their own book. So that's my main focus is to keep them um, authentic to who they are. And um, and just let that story come to me. Now, do I keep the momentum every time? I I don't know. Um, people don't, <laughs> don't seem to be too fond of Nolan uh, McLean. <laughs> this book three he has the least um, reviews of anybody, and I, I think I kind of know why though because he he had a thing for European women at first, and I think maybe the readers can't look past that. Although he has a mm-hmm. woman now, um, but other than that, I don't. I don't know. I, all I know to do is to be consistent, have consistent characters, um, and write their story as it would be told through their eyes. So and and hope that they connect with it like they did the others. Um, but yeah, there'll only be one big south. I mean, everybody's <laughs> favorite. There's gonna be only be one um, set. They're gonna love Sid because it's something about the older brothers. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> now for the Strickland sisters, I think it's probably a good tie between the older, the first book and the second book. Mm-hmm. And I, I think maybe the second book shocked everybody because they didn't see, which I enjoy doing. They didn't see that <laughs> see that story coming the way it did. But um, I don't know. I just try to write the. I I really want them to be individuals because mm-hmm. that's how families work. You don't have three siblings that are the same person. So I want them to be individuals and have individual stories. And that's that's really the only thing that I do that's purposeful is that they be who they are. Okay. So I get what you're saying. And I, I, I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. But from the outside looking in, you know, it does not seem like you've had a problem, you know, with that. It doesn't like people have loved your work. Like you, like uh, sure, you know, we all have people who, you know, who don't like it, and they have to make themselves known for whatever reason. They they gotta let us know, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, but you've done really, really well for yourself. Your work has resonated with people. People enjoy it. People talk about it. People share it, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, Thank but. You. for everything i feel like i don't i don't feel like this is something that is you know just necessarily specific to you know to being an author or whatever Mm -hmm. i feel like you know most people have a drive to to do better Mm -hmm. to top themselves how do you handle you know the internal and external pressure of competition even if that competition is only kind of with yourself, you know, I, well, this book did this. I want to see the next one do that. You know, oh, I, you know, was able to get this many reviews in this time period for this one, you know, but then this one over here didn't. And so now I'm, you know, like, you get what I'm saying? Like, how do you, like, how do you navigate that? I, you know, I'm just crazy. I just, <laughs> I, I, I set these goals that there would be no way for me to make them happen. <laughs> you know, like I have control over it, but I'll set them, I'll be like, okay, I want to, I want to do this. I want to sell this. Many. 
I can't make it. What I'm gonna do? <laughs> but I, I didn't set goals, and then sometimes things happen that I hadn't even thought about happening, like with the uh, Love Deluxe mixtape going number one in the run. I didn't even thought about that, <laughs> you know. So mm-hmm. it's, um, I guess, I just wanna. My biggest desire in competition is to never disappoint my readers. I don't want to disappoint them, and by that I mean. I don't want them to pick up the book and be like, who wrote this? <laughs> you know, I wanted to, I wanted to be this not the same experience, but an expected experience every time they pick up a book. They think now they're gonna mm-hmm. pick it up and enjoy it. So I think that's the 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 only thing that that's my competition is to make sure I'm not giving them anything boring, making sure every time it's not boring. Like with um <clears throat> last that um touched me. Which I guess that's gonna be the title of my second Audible original. Hey, exclusive. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm. <laughs> I'm, I'm like I get something changed. Something changed. When we we gotta wait on folks who narrated, but it's um, I did have teach me in the back of my head when I was writing it, and I was like, well, it's got to be just as good. You know, I, I do think things like that. Like, what can I do to make it be, you know, mm-hmm. just as good when I, all I'm going to do is write what the characters give me anyway. But um, I always feel better if I send it to betas and betas and they say something like, oh, this is better than teach me. I'm like, oh, okay. Hey. <laughs> okay. So speaking of community, <laughs> let me scroll back up. Um, speaking of community, like I said, um, in terms of like, from where this kind of indie community first started, you know, there like a lot has changed. Like, um, Higher Love was 16. what 2017, 2016. So, 2016 to 2020, a lot has changed, you know, in terms of how indies are viewed, um, in terms of like the quality and such of our work, um, in terms of like really having a, a readership, really having people, you know, willing to, willing to kind of, I guess, take a chance, quote unquote, take a chance on our books, even though we're not necessarily vetted mm-hmm. by traditional publishing, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and you've been here for that, you know, that's four years, 2016, <laughs> 2020, is my math right? Yeah, that's four years. <laughs> I have to double check myself sometimes. But um you know, we've seen, you know, more and more people take that plunge to become indies, to write their first books. You know, we've seen a lot of indie-focused events. We've seen more and more platforms, you know, for indies to share their work. All these different things that have changed. Um, what are some trends or different changes that, you know, that make you feel really optimistic about where our you know, about where we're heading and are there any things that make you feel less optimistic about where we're heading, things that you would like to see less of, things that you would like to see change, et cetera. I know I just hit you with a whole lot at once. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Um, I'm super duper duper excited about all of the indie romance authors whose books are being put on audio. Oh man. Ugh. I'm so happy. <laughs> I'm like a kid in the candy store. I'm just steady. I'm going to go broke. Um, because I'm steady buying them. If I run out of credits, I don't care. I'm just buying them. So I'm excited about that because um, I think that part of publishing, that that 
part of the landscape was really lacking for Indies, mm-hmm. um, especially Black romance. Mm-hmm. Um, there were there were some other independent authors that were getting those contracts and, and things like that, but we weren't. So I'm super excited about that. Um, I'm, I'm just excited about the sheer volume because um, I look at you all's newsletter and I'm like, wow, every week. <laughs> It's like a ton of, of new yeah. releases. It's like it's like the I don't know Harlem Renaissance of twenty. Um, <laughs> people have such a selection, and I can remember years ago when all you could get was you know the arabesque or something like that. You know, mm-hmm. it was a limited choice in what you could read. And because also because they're indie, there's they're just. It's just a spectrum of what what you, you whatever you can think of you want you can get from paranormal to you know not Amish but you know <laughs> <laughs> I want to read so, a black Amish romance like great. now that you've said it I really would well, like to see it, it. Uh, I don't know about that <laughs> and um, Jedediah and Honor Rose. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I'm super excited just about how everything's blossoming. And I never thought when you see fandoms like you have or Love Belvin or or me, I never I thought I'd say now. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought I would see independent authors with those kinds of fandoms. I just I just I don't know. I just never thought. And to 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 realize that we're able to do this without those big machines behind us pushing our books in people's faces mm-hmm. that's that's just a, that's a an achievement to me it's really a big achievement we have these mm-hmm. big audiences and we we don't have anybody backing us but us and mm-hmm. it's spreading our readers spreading the word and fellow authors spreading the word so the, the community of, of uh, black romance I, i'm it's excellent I'm, I'm excited about that what let's see what i'm not excited about i don't know <sighs> Probably something we talk about all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the, the, the kind of us versus them thing that I see. Um, mm. If a book is good to me, it's good. And I'm going to recommend it. I don't care who published it or who, you know. But it's, I see a lot of traditionally published, not all, but a lot of traditionally published authors it kind of seems like we're invisible. Mm-hmm. That bothers me because I know we're not. And I know that you can't pull in the numbers that we do and they not know we exist. Mm-hmm. So, so it's odd to me that you would never, we would never be brought up, you know, if someone wants a recommendation. Mm-hmm. It's, it's purposely is what I think. Oh, I believe it is too, and um, and it's okay because we still don't do what we do. Hey, but <laughs> uh, but it's not that I need that. Not that any of us need it, but it will. It's kind of messed up. I'll put it that way. It's kind of messed up, but you know, whatever. I'm gonna keep doing what I do. Hey, speaking of keeping on doing what you're doing, this is my last question. Almost. Almost. <laughs> uh, so, what trajectory would you like to see your future work take? Like, what what is in store for Alex House five years from now, ten years from now? 
Man, a Netflix deal with someone would be great. I really hey. would love to see my work on the screen. Somebody's in it. Hulu, I don't care. Uh, Disney Plus. It don't matter. <laughs> Disney Plus, if you Shutter. Wherever they want to put it. Uh, Discover Channel, wherever they want to put it, I'm I'm okay with it. Um, I would love to see that though because I get a high just from hearing them acting my audiobooks. I'm like, who? This is so good. Like I didn't write it, so <laughs> <laughs> so I can only imagine what it would feel like. I, I remember um, the author of The Hate You Give, and they were showing that she was crying after the after she first screened it. Mm-hmm. That would that would be me. I'd be on the floor just ugly crying. Because <laughs> I, I that that would be the ultimate. I mean, if it never happened, I'm not gonna just feel like my life was crap. But it would be great to see that. Um, and if that didn't happen, just to keep, I hope to keep. Um, I don't know. I see. I'm, I know we said we're gonna be humble, didn't we? Okay. <laughs> Breaking ground, I feel like I've broken some ground with the Audible original. So mm-hmm. I, I would like to keep doing that kind of stuff. You know, I, whatever I, I want there to be tons of Black Romance Audible originals and things like that. So if, you know, I just want to keep doing stuff like that. If, just keep, you know, I, I don't want to be poor again. Um, uh, so, I, you know, that would be good. I would never was poor. But uh, other than that, you know, just keep keep going, keep doing what I do. Okay. And what about in the immediate? And this really is the last one. <laughs> like, like what, like what is next for you? Like your next release, you know, like next month mm-hmm. or the month after that, or whenever yeah. that you see the time frame uh, that I'm giving you next month or the month after. <laughs> is you is you gonna come right this month? <laughs> I have a million ideas of what I would like to do. So um, I won't be running out of any content anytime soon. Um, and then the, the original, whenever we can get on uh, the narrative schedules and uh, they can narrate that, hopefully that'll be out before the end of the year. So that would be great. It's, it's, I'm, I'm proud of that story. It's a, it's a great story. Hey. All right. Well, thank you for coming through and talking to us. Please tell the people where they can find you, where they can find your work. Um, You can find um, everything on Amazon or Audible, um, except the shorts, which I'm working on that. Uh, And um, or you can go to MissAlexHouse.com and that should connect you with all of my social media. I hang out mostly on Facebook. I do also enjoy Twitter and Instagram. I really enjoy my Instagram stories. They, they should, they're interesting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and um, I hope you check me out. You know, I would suggest that you try either Let Me Love You or Set First because I'm trying to hook you. And, <laughs> <laughs> and thank you. Thank you so much for having me. You know, you know, you're my idol. So girl, if you, I, all right. I, I'm, Bye. Girl, <laughs> I was so so nervous because I was going to be talking to the Christina C. Jones. All right. I'm about to hang up on you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you guys for listening. Um, Go check out Miss Alex House. Like she said, check out either Let Me Love You or Set First. Because in case you didn't hear, she's trying to hook you. So go get hooked. And we'll see you guys next time. We won't see you at any time. 
you will hear from us <laughs> next time. <laughs> Bye for real this time. Thank you.